Hey, this is DK and you're listening to the DK Speaks podcast where we discuss actionable and implementable tips and tricks to run a successful online business. After you listen to this episode, head over to dkspeaks.com for all the show notes and resources to help build your business. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the DK Speaks podcast. One of most difficult things to do when you're building a website or when you're building a blog and you want to rank it on search engines is search engine optimization. Now search engine optimization sounds to be too big of a thing and people often get overwhelmed at the very thought of doing SEO for their blog. But is it that difficult? The answer is no, it is not. Then why is it that people think that it is so difficult? And why is it that it is made to look so difficult. It is because it has been hyped to such an extent by the people who want people to go after them to do all of the SEO for their sites and that way make money out of it. Now we all know that everything in internet marketing, everything that happens online is driven by the very thought of making money and there are a lot of people who tend to unnecessarily create hype, unnecessarily create a lot of uh, issues around small small things that way they'll be able to feed upon the fear that is created in people's mind and make money out of it so in this podcast in today's episode we're going to discuss some very simple things about search engine optimization and i'm going to show you how to do seo for your blog in three simple steps there is no rocket science it's very simple three steps that is all that you need to do to get your blog post ranked on Google. So let's start with the first thing. Now there are three things that we're going to discuss. The first thing is going to be keyword research. The second one is about optimizing your article or in-post SEO. And the third one is going to be offline SEO or SEO that is outside of whatever you do with your article. So we'll be discussing about keyword research, then on-page SEO and then off-page SEO. That is all that is there to SEO. So let's start with keyword research. Now this is a very critical step and this is where most people get it wrong. What you would normally do is just go to WordPress, open a new post, click on that add new post button and start writing your post. There is no thought process that goes behind writing a a post. What you should ideally be doing is even before you start writing a post, as soon as you have an idea for a post, go and do the keyword research for that specific post. What is the keyword that you want to ensure that you're including in your post? What is the keyword that you want to rank for? And what is the keyword that you're targeting for? How do you do it? It's very easy. It's very simple. All that you need to do is go to Google AdWords, open up Keyword Planner, enter a broad keyword into your Keyword Planner research page and check for the keywords that have low competition. Now the Keyword Planner tool gives you a lot of options to filter the keywords. So if you go to the filtering keywords option there, you will find that there are three options that you can check. The first one is high competition, second one is medium competition, and the third one is low competition. All that you need to do is to select the low competition and Google AdWords will show you only the keywords that have low competition. So you're going to find a lot of related keywords for the broad keyword that you entered there all of which has pretty low competition. All that you need to do is just download that file, take note of all the keywords with low competition, 
and pick the ones that you want to rank for. You could also go to Google and enter your broad search term there and you would have seen that there is an auto prompt that happens from Google which shows you some of these related keywords. Once you've entered the broad search term into Google and hit the search button, there will be a set of search results that will show up on the first page of Google. Now, in addition to the search results that show on the first page of Google, you will also find some related keywords that will be mentioned towards the bottom of the search results page. Go and pick those keywords up, put those keywords into Keyword Planner tool, check their competition and pick the keywords that have the low competition. You shouldn't be spending more than 10 to 15 minutes on it because 10 to 15 minutes is more than enough to get a handful of keywords that you will want to keep handy with you. The third option is go to keywordtool.io. Now this is a keyword research tool, an online tool. Go there and enter your broad keyword there. It will show you a list of keywords. Now this keywords are generated using the Google related search or Google auto prompt feature and it will show you a list of keywords that are related to the broad keyword that you just entered. Now you need to pick all the ones that look relevant. There will be hundreds of keywords there. Pick only the ones that are very relevant to the topic that you're planning to write. Pick those keywords, go and enter them into the keyword planner tool and check the competition for them. Pick the ones that have low competition and you have a set of keywords that you can write your post on. Follow these three steps very judiciously. It's very simple, follow them judiciously and you should be able to get a handful number of keywords that you can use for your blog post. Now pick the one that looks the most related as a primary keyword and ensure that you are optimizing your page for that specific keyword and I can assure you that your post will rank on the first page of Google. The second step is about writing your article. Once you've written your article, you need to ensure that you have done all of the on-page SEO for your article. Now, what all goes into the on-page SEO? There are some simple things that you can easily do by modifying your article. So ensure that you are entering the keyword at the beginning of the article. So as soon as your article starts, the first line itself has to have your primary keyword in there. It should also be there in the article headline at the very beginning itself. So for example, if there is a post headline that you're writing and you want to, for example, target up keyword research tool, then the headline should start with keyword research tool if that is your primary keyword. Next thing, you need to ensure that you're spreading the keyword throughout the article. It has to be there throughout the article and it should not be more than about 0.5 to 0.6% of the overall article, overall, overall number of uh, words in the article. Use the keywords in head, headline tags like for example H2 and H3. Link out to relevant content. You can link out to some of these established websites where it's talking about that specific uh, term. Go and link out to that relevant content. Use images and rich media. You can use images, you can use videos, you can use uh, GIF images, all of these things. Spread this throughout the article. That is all that you need to do with your article. Now, once you've written this article, it is good to check if everything that you're supposed to do from an on-page optimizing factor has been has gone into the article or not. In order to do that, there are simple plugins that are available. Now, there are two plugins that I would recommend. The first one is Yoast SEO. Now, Yoast SEO is very simple. You can install it and you can configure it. I have a post where I show you how to configure Yoast SEO. 
you can use that. I also have a video where I show you how to configure Yoast SEO. Install the plugin and configure it. That is all that is there to it. So after you've written the article, Yoast SEO will show you if you've ensured that all of these factors that we just discussed from an on-page SEO perspective has been taken care of or not. So if you've taken care of all of those things, it'll show a green light. If it is not, it'll show a red light. And it'll tell you what are the things that you've not taken care of so that you can go back and edit your article and ensure that all of those things have been taken care of. So install Yoast SEO. That is all that you need to do. Now, if you need a slightly better SEO tool, something that is a little more advanced, where you can maybe optimize your post for about two to three keywords, build everything into your article. So what you can do is you can use SEO Presser, which is a very nice and amazing optimization tool. So install that. It's a very simple plugin. And similar to that of Yoast SEO, it will tell you what are the things that you need to take care of. And if you've taken care of all of those things, it will show a green light. Otherwise, it will show you a red light. So between Yoast SEO and SEO Presser, you can decide which is the one that you would want to go for. Now, you also need to ensure that your blog has the right schema because that is very important. And Google considers that as to be an important factor in ranking websites. Now, Yoast will help you configure your website and get your blog ready for whatever specific schema you're targeting. Like, for example, if yours is a food blog, you want to ensure that you have a, a recipe schema there. But if your blog is a, a blog that writes a lot of post informative articles, then it, it needs to be optimized for an article uh, schema. So, you know, Yoast takes care of most of these things. In fact, SEO Presser also takes care of most of these things. One thing that you need to keep in mind is ensure that you have, you have, your website is loading fast. The page load speed is quick. You can use a good uh, content delivery network to ensure that your website loads fast. You can use a caching plugin like, for example, WP Super Cache, which is a very nice plugin. And also you can use a good hosting provider like Bluehost and HostGator. These are the two uh, hosting providers that we recommend because the hosting provider also influences uh, the page load speed to a great extent. So that is something that you might want to keep in mind. And that is all that is there to on-page SEO. There is nothing more than that. Moving on to the third thing, which is link building. Now, link building is considered to be the most difficult thing in search engine optimization. And it, in fact, takes some time. It is not something that can happen overnight. So, and that is primarily why people kind of shy away from link building. And that is where a lot of people take a hit on their search engine optimization. I have a few very simple things to do from a link building perspective. So how do you build links? The first one is get videos created, get informative videos created and submit it to video sharing websites. Now, when you submit it to video sharing websites, the description of all of these videos will have a link back to your website. These are all valuable links that are coming back to your website or to your blog. That way you'll be able to build quality links back to your blogs. You can use document sharing websites. Like for example, you can make PowerPoints and submit it to SlideShare and include links in there in your PowerPoint presentation as well, in the description as well. These are also valuable links that come back to your website in spite of the fact that these are these might be no follow links, these are all valuable links that are coming back to your website. Commenting on some of these high authority blogs will also help you build a lot of links. These would also be no follow links, but still these links bring in a lot of link juice to your blogs and these are very valuable links. Press release is another way. 
There are a lot of PR sites that can help you submit your press releases. You can even get it done through Fiverr, but be very cautious that you're picking good service providers on Fiverr because it is important that your press releases are submitted to quality websites. You don't want to look spammy and you know submit your press releases to some of these spammy websites, spammy press release sites and unnecessarily get penalized by Google. So uh, submit it to some quality PR websites and press releases can also bring in a lot of quality backlinks to your website. The last one is broken link building. Now broken link building is a little difficult but I can tell you that if you spend about 30 minutes per day on broken link building, you'll be able to build a lot of quality links to your blogs and to your sites. You can use a tool like that of Domain Hunter Plus to find links that are broken. There are a lot of online guides that are available on the internet. Backlinko.com has a very good guide on broken link building. There is one at quicksprout.com, one at moz.com and Ahrefs also has a quality guide on broken link building. Now these are detailed guides and even if you're ready to spend just about 30 minutes like what I said per day on implementing these, you can build a considerable amount of quality backlinks to your blogs and websites. Now that is all that is there to SEO. SEO is not rocket science. It is just ensuring that you optimize your website for people and not for robots. And each one of the above that we just discussed serves one such aspect of ensuring that your website and content is built for people. Now let me tell you about a secret. Now the first aspect which is keyword research in itself can help you rank your posts. There are a lot of my posts that rank on the first page of Google and I have done that only by way of ensuring that I spent time doing keyword research. All that you need to do is research for long tail keywords and follow the basics using SEO, Yoast SEO and SEO Presser for on-page optimization and that is all that is needed to ensure that your blog gets ranked on the first page of Google. That's it in today's episode. I hope you all liked this episode and, in, and the information that we shared today. If you did like it, do provide us with a genuine review on iTunes and don't forget to rate the show on iTunes because that helps in the overall ranking of the show and will also help a lot of the other people who are searching for similar information find the show on iTunes. You can find all the resources that we discussed in today's episode and the show notes at dkspeaks.com. If you have any questions, comments, don't forget to write to us and don't forget to share the post with your social media circles. So until the next episode, see you all. This is goodbye from DK.